In this week's Parsha, we encounter a seemingly puzzling omission. The Torah provides virtually no background or resume of Avram Avinu, the founding father of monotheism, of our people. We're talking about Avram, who sensed the hand of Hashem in his life, who had the inner conviction to oppose basically everybody, discovered Hashem, the Medrash says, at the age of three, maybe at the age of 48. He went against his own father. He was thrown into a furnace, Al-Kiddush Hashem, just standing up for his own beliefs. This is a person who experienced a life of drama, heroism, strength, courage, and yet the Torah tells us very little about his background. There's almost nothing before the commandment of Lech Lecha, Hashem telling him to pick up his entire life and go to Eretz Canaan. So one explanation based on the Maharal is that while Avraham did have an incredible resume and an unbelievable origin story, that isn't the Avraham that the Torah wants us to see. Because perhaps such a portrait could become a deterrent. If the Torah detailed all of Avraham's qualities, all of his courageous actions, then we could say that while it's great that Avram found Hashem, that's only because he was this unbelievable individual. He was given all these talents and abilities. But me, I don't have any innate gifts or talents. So who am I to set out on a religious journey to forge my own path? I don't have that potential. The Torah wants us to see a narrative of basically a nobody who received a tremendous challenge from Hashem. The mission's we're given in life are not necessarily a consequence of our development, but rather the mission often triggers development. A person may not be suited for the mission, but the role of the mission is to further develop that individual. And that's exactly how we're supposed to see challenges from Hashem. The word nisayon comes from the word nase, which means a banner or a flag. And nisayon raises the caliber of our experience and our skills. We can't exonerate ourselves when we're challenged with certain difficulties by saying that, oh, I wasn't born with the gifts of Avraham. No one has that excuse to say, I'm not good enough or talented enough. The, the textual Avraham, the Torah Avraham, is just a regular guy. He's summoned from simplicity, and he responds. Now, we all face lech lecha moments and challenges, and many of us fall in fall into that, I'm not an Avraham excuse. We can't diminish or undersell ourselves. Avraham was undoubtedly an incredible person, but the Avraham that we meet in Lech Lecha is virtually a nobody to whom Hashem speaks and imposes this mission upon. And with Avraham lies great potential. And he goes from Avram, the nobody, to Avraham Avinu by accepting Hashem's challenges and subsequently succeeding. So with that in mind, I wanted to explore one specific episode in this week's Parsha regarding Avraham and think about how it can apply to each of us today. As much as we talk about the wonderful traits of Avraham and try to emulate our founding father as much as we can, we're actually given a rare opportunity in this week's Parsha to learn from one of his mistakes. Now, there are figures throughout Tanakh who receive criticism for specific actions or poor decisions that they make. We dissect, we break down different choices and we're not ashamed to conclude how they should have done something differently. Avram is usually not one of those figures. You know, from the, decision, from the decision of Lech Lecha to going down to Mitzrayim to the Akedah and how he just dealt with other people in his life, he usually is not on the receiving end of such criticism. Because when we realize how close he was with Hashem and how much he worked on himself and the purity of his intentions and motives, how could we possibly ridicule or critique his actions? which is what makes the Ramban's comments on this week's parsha even more difficult to understand. The Pasuk tells us in Parak Yud Bey's Pasuk Yud, Vayhi Ra'av Ba'aretz. 
There was a famine in the land. Vayered Avram Mitzrayim, and Avram went down to Mitzrayim. That's where the food was. Lagorsham, to dwell there temporarily. Kikaved harav ba'aretz, because the famine was very severe. And these decisions made sense in the moment. But the Ramban writes something incredible. In reference to Avram telling Parah that Sarah was his sister, the Ramban writes, Chata gadol. He sinned a great sin. He put Sarah in danger, not trusting that Hashem would protect them. And if that wasn't enough, the Ramban goes even further. And he critiques Avram for leaving Eretz Yisrael in the first place. Who cares that there was a famine? He should have relied on Hashem to provide food. Now on the surface, the Ramban's criticism of Avram is unfair. Is he not supposed to leave for a land of food? Should he risk starvation? Should he not do everything in his power to protect himself and Sarah? Even if it does mean telling a lie. What are we supposed to understand from the, Ram, from the Ramban's harsh criticism in these areas? So as difficult as it is to understand, the Ramban does not need our defense, and I'm not sure I would even be able to provide one. But perhaps there are some lessons that we can learn from the Ramban's criticism of Avraham. Rabbi Yehuda Leib Chasman, the great Mashkiach of Tells and then of Hebron Yeshiva, he explains that a lesson we have to take from Avraham is the harm of paskening for oneself. Even if a person comes to a logical and halakhically appropriate decision, there's still value in consulting with others before ultimately deciding what to do. And while Avraham, of course, thought out his decision carefully and meticulously, at the end of the day, he was still rendering a decision for himself without consulting Hashem. And because of this, he lacked some degree of total objectivity. And that's critical in the decision-making process. There's a story told of the Shach, one of the most accepted poskim, whose commentary appears alongside the Shulchan Arch. He was once involved as a litigant with a distinguished person in Vilna. And they felt that because they were both well-known in Vilna, it would not be a fair place to have a Beisdin to have them hear the case. And they both decided that they would travel to Navardik, where Rav Avram Abba, who was a well-accomplished Rav, he was the Rav of the community, a well-respected Talmud Chacham, he would hear their case and issue a halakhic ruling. And even though everyone had heard of the Shach, they didn't know what he looked like. So they would be able to present their case with anonymity. So the Shach obviously prepared his own defense, and he went through the case many times, and he based... On the, he, he based his defense on the rulings of the Shulchan Aruch, of the Rambam, of many different great accepted poskim. And he concluded that he was correct and he was confident in his chances in Beisdin. And after they both presented their sides of the case, Rav Abba thought for a while and he ruled in favor of the other party. Now the Shach accepted the ruling, but was somewhat shocked about the conclusion. So he waited till everybody left and he asked to speak with Rav Abba privately where he asked him what led him to such a conclusion. Rav Abba immediately went to his bookcase. He pulled the Shulchan Aruch off the shelf. He opened up to a particular opinion of the Sifsei Kohen, also known as the Shach. And he showed a similar case and ruling issued by its quote-unquote author. Now, as soon as the Shach read his own words, he told, he told Rav Abba who he was. And he said, now I understand the Gemara in Shabbos on Kuf Yud Tazamat Aleph when it says, A person can't see anything to his own disadvantage. Now, we may not be the shach, and we may not even be the guy that the shach goes to for Beisdin, but we paskin our own shilas every day. Not on a halachic level, of course, but on a personal one. We make choices for ourselves, and we then rationalize or justify why what we're doing is best. But how objective are we when it comes to how we should be spending our time? When it comes to making healthy eating choices, 
When it comes to davening with the minion, learning as much as we can, calling family members as often as we should, exercising any life decisions. We make these decisions for ourselves often without any consultation, and then we rationalize how what we do is right for us. Avram Avinu teaches us that we must be mindful to not fall into this trap, to not be nogeya bedavar as much as possible, to be open to the possibility that we are actually works in progress and use those around us to help better ourselves. May we all be zoche to realize that each of us have the potential to be an Avraham, to work on ourselves and our relationship with Hashem, and that we should not be poskening shilas for ourselves and rationalizing why our choices are what is actually best for us, but rather constantly be introspective, be open to criticism, and consult others when possible. Because all of this is all done in order to become the best versions of ourselves. Have a great Shabbos.